tremendous fun. Okay. Tuesday. Let's try and get through the rest of these spells All right. before we, we stop having fun. that we don't like it. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. We don't like Garfield any more than you do. Unless you're Ryan Pfeiffer, in which case we like Garfield considerably less than you do. Uh, Wait, it's still accurate then. We don't yeah, like it. Yeah, it's still yeah, accurate. Yeah. It's still accurate. But you know, like the implication. Okay. My name is Christopher Winter and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson and I'm a Jim Davis. John O. Fan. Today is a red letter day. And I'll tell you why. It's Tuesday, November 22nd. That's not why. The year is 1983. The Garfield we're reading is also 1983. This will never happen again. The Garfield number and the year number are the same number. If Jim Davis had been extremely clever, he could have timed it so that this happened on like December 31st and then it happens again the next day. But he didn't do that. Ooh, it's too late that now. Been fun. It's too late now. This will this listeners, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, I think after I think we're done after yeah, I this. Think this I, think is we, it. I, th- I think we that, have achieved our goal. I think, we can, we, I think <laughs> we can go home. We can finally go home. We agreed we would podcast about Garfield. One podcast every day, one strip every podcast, until the number of the year and the number of the Garfield were the same number. And that's happened, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. provided mm-hmm. we are on the Christian calendar. I don't know. I guess I've never asked, Jonathan, are you Jewish? Um, yeah, we, 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 we should look at the Hebrew calendar. Yeah, because if if we're using the Hebrew calendar, we still have a ways to go. What about go. the Mayan on calendar? The other, on the other hand, if we're Muslims, we should have been done like, you know, <laughs> hundreds of Garfields ago, right? I, I mean, I'd be willing to convert at this point. I would convert. It's too late now. It's, it's too, too late. late. It's too we're late. already. Uh, in today's strip, Jim Davis experiments with wide shots and close-ups. You know, Jonathan, according to the Mayans... Mm-hmm. The Garfield ends on episode 2012. Mm-hmm. We're coming up on it. According to the Mayan Garfield calendar. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. And I know we're just in time for our popular character, Mayan Garfield. I think it goes a little something like, no, okay. Um, all right. It's-a me, Mayan Garfield. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the Cajun Dracula voice. Yeah, that was my Mario voice. Yeah. No, I was okay. All right, uh, all right. So Gar- I'm fine with that too. Garfield. Whoa, whoa! Is that a ceiling? Garfield's in a room. He's sitting on the floor. He's right in front of a door. A we, yeah, we almost door. never see the ceiling, do we? The floor wow. is a is a sort of a luscious, uh, deep purple. Yeah, color it's like a violet, almost, almost a periwinkle, like between, like halfway between a violet and a periwinkle. Mm, uh, I'll give you that. The walls yeah. are various shades of yellow, like mustard. Almost. I don't. I'd call that a yeah, mustard. Fine, whatever. And I but not you. like not like one of those bright yellow fucking mustards. This is a sophisticated Dijon kind of a mustard over here. Oh yeah. Well, I mean the left wall, in particular, mm. 
it's a little darker than the right wall. John, I would love to lick those walls. I bet I bet the walls taste like mustard. Oh, I mean, I think that's the way it works with walls. They taste like whatever color they are, right? Uh, and Garfield's like sitting on his butt with his his upper torso propped up by his hands, which are flat on the floor. He's got hands in this one. Uh, yeah. Tail sticking out between his legs. And this is a Hell super, yeah. uh, super wide shot, as uh, was presaged by the synopsis. It's a nice wide shot. He looks bored. Yeah. He looks like he's like looking at the door for inspiration. He's right in the corner. That's not a wise place for him to be sitting. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll okay. turn out fine. In panel two, John Arbuckle comes barreling through that door it left. It opens inward with a slam, smacks against the wall where Garfield fucking was. There's poofs of smoke coming out in a slam. And John Arbuckle says, oh, my God. John Arbuckle yeah. says, yo, Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's the 1980s. This is a good, this is a good I like this Garfield. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it right now. John bursts in and, and goes, yo, Garfield, what you doing? He says, my name's Johnny A, and I'm here to say <laughs> I, love, I love lasagna in a major way. I love way. unattended food in a major way. <laughs> Yo, Garfield, what you doing? I like so he clearly was expecting Garfield to be in this room. Yeah, look well, at his stride. Look at the look at the gait implied there by so, the angle of his stride. leg. Like it's yeah. like a forty-five degree angle. Would you say that the out of doors on the other side of that room, like that background, is just the same color as his floor? It is the same color as the floor. I'm glad you it's noticed weird. that. It's weird. Like coming in from just a feet. It makes it almost makes me feel like there's no real floor there. It's just the walls and ceiling and door mm -hmm. just floating mm -hmm. in a void of in a mm -hmm. in a violet void. Violet. Isn't it violet? Well, it's sort of halfway between violet and periwinkle. Oh yeah. no, I agree. I was just, I was just repeating the word, just for oh, okay. fun. Do you want to know if you want? Do you want to say the word violet some more? Yeah. Okay. Violet. 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 Listeners, violet. Violet. There's a. There's uh, a. Here's. Uh huh. No. Go ahead. Here's what. Go on. No. No. I. You. You've got a here's. I've got a theirs. So I think. Here's what. Here's, here's what first. I like. I think. Here's fair. Yeah, we use alphabetical. Yeah, we gotta, here's yeah. what I like. <laughs> There's what I like. Ardvarks what I here's what I like about John Arbuckle's That's dialogue. It's dumb. It's dumb. Here's what I like about John Arbuckle's dialogue in panel two. He says, Yo, Garfield. Okay, yo. That's highly informal. He says, Whatcha? W-H-A-T-apostrophe-C-H-A. And then, instead of doing, he says doing with a G at the end. I feel like there should... Like, yeah. the yo yeah. and the whatcha are so effect... Like, they're so extreme on the informal. And then we he hits us with this doing i'm uh, i'm i am i am glad you hit on that because hit upon that because uh i'm glad you touched on that because uh when i was reading it i kind of naturally dropped the g because it just made sense you know 
it's weird yeah. to it's weird to have him say yo and whatcha and then like clearly articulate the uh the end of the i'm gonna call it a gerund it's not a gerund but i'm gonna call it that I'm fine with you calling it a gerund. Okay. I'm not here to tell you what is and isn't a gerund. I'm, a, I'm, I'm actually a gerund abolitionist. I'm not, yeah, like I'm not That's here all, to folks. Okay. gerunds. Um, uh, in the in last panel. panel oh, on. yeah, there's a third panel is what I was going to say. <laughs> we, get, we, we get a nice close-up of Johnny A's uh, shoes and... and, uh, and and legs looks to me like he's wearing penny loafers i don't know if you uh yeah i'll, I'll go you want to argue about okay uh and uh, and the and the open door and the and the baseboard there the baseboard is really nice it's a really nice baseboard it's, yeah it's well done yeah. and uh uh garfield's thought bubble is coming from behind the door garfield was slammed in the door in panel two that's mm-hmm. that's 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 the uh the that's fun. The thesis of this Garfield. And uh, he's thinking, casting a critical eye on a career as a doorstop. Yeah. That's really, you know, when you think about it. Panel one, thesis, Garfield. Mm-hmm. Panel two, antithesis, door slams into Garfield. Mm-hmm. Panel three, yeah. synthesis, yeah. Garfield becomes doorstop. It's Hegel. That, it's that thing. It's that It's that thing by that guy (laughs) when i looked at this panel initially when i just glanced on it Mm -hmm. for just a moment i thought that the joke was that john arbuckle had become enormous oh yeah i didn't realize it was a close-up it was just like he was normal size in panel two and now he's he's enormous. He's so tall that he's just, we just see his legs. Oh, that would be better. That would that would be a great setup for like a week, like a theme week. Like, what if John yeah. became big? Like, he's just growing further, more and more in each day. Yeah, yeah, that would be that really would good. Be fun. Yeah, that's well, that's not what happened. Yeah. Well, listeners, um, nothing remains but for me to say every tuesday we reach into the being jim davis mailbag got a letter email here jonathan Mm -hmm. from friend of the show ryan pfeiffer uh, ryan sent this to robocop corner week two john just before we get there we forgot about that we forgot to do that just to confirm john in the week since we recorded our last recording session. Have you seen the movie RoboCop? I have, I have not seen the movie RoboCop. Neither have I. Okay, okay. Just to check. Just, you know, we got to take the temperature of the show. <laughs> Ryan uh, writes to RoboCop Summary Challenge 9920. Hello. Hello. Not, that's how he talks. Not sure if you read the previous email yet, because <laughs> if it was in an episode, that episode would not be up yet. As I'm writing this. So if you told me to stop sending these emails, I will not know until next week. This will be (laughs) the case every week. So you should still expect an extra bonus minute of RoboCop description if you ever say, for the love of God, please stop sending us emails with descriptions of singular minutes from the movie RoboCop. I really like that. I like like knowing that we get that extra minute built in. Or extra seven minutes, I guess. 
I feel like this is a recurring segment. Is this? I'm a big fan of it. I, I forget. Are we doing one I, minute a week or a minute every day? One minute a week. Okay. One minute a week. That's sufficient. I, I look. I don't know how many minutes. So we're only there a minute in, in so far. So far, I don't know how many minutes there are to the movie RoboCop, and I'm not going to look it up because that would spoil the surprise. But if we keep this up, you know, presumably it's going to last. Ugh. You know. Near, nearly two years? years again. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm guessing ninety yeah. minutes, probably at least, could be longer. That's so wild. You back. know, they they didn't movies weren't so long it's a, back then. Yeah, but it's also like a gritty, like I don't know. I I, I think they were kind of long back then, wasn't it? Like 1990. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they I, were honestly, longer then than they honestly, are now. I don't know. I Jonathan, I think. I'm curious uh, how long the movie RoboCop is. Also, trying offhand to remember who directed it, but I'm Paul I'm Verhoeven, patient, I, patient, I believe. I'm a patient man. Oh, okay, I guess we're I'm gonna find to, we're gonna find out probably yeah. in the first minute, aren't we? Well, it's possible we'll have to wait until Ryan recaps the credits at the <laughs> you know, two years from now or whatever. No, no, so, no. Okay. That, that that would be they were definitely doing front end credits by that point for. Who, who am I to say, you know? I Certainly. haven't seen the movie RoboCop. Yeah. All right. So, minute Pretty two. Pretty sure it's Paul Verhoeven. Okay. Minute two. Jess Perkins continues describing <laughs> the story about... I've already forgotten who Jess Perkins is. <laughs> Jess Perkins. <laughs> we are two minutes in, and I don't remember like, all I the thought, characters. I thought, uh, I thought Ryan Pfeiffer was describing the story. Oh, no, I remember there were news people. Okay. There were news people in minute one. Jess Perkins continues describing the story about the president's turbulent press conference from space. <laughs> Jesus. I have missed so Wait, much. Wait, the, the broadcast is, com- is coming from space or the press conference? The president had a press conference in space. Okay, I, I forgot. I, wow. I, That's what I call a president. I don't remember this at all. No, I do not. <laughs> Okay. Do you think it's just going to be like this for the next two years where like every minute we're like, I have no memory of what (laughs) happened before. Probably. Okay. Jess Perkins continued. This episode is going to be an hour long. Jess Perkins continues describing the story about the president's turbulent press conference from space. By explaining that the power failure briefly caused the president and his staff to experience weightlessness. She then cuts to a commercial break, which begins with a doctor walking through the halls of a hospital. By a man being pushed in a wheelchair with bloody bandages wrapped around his torso. He asks the audience if it's time for a big operation and highlights the importance of their decision on the matter. Hmm. As he walks, I don't get this at all. As he walks yeah, into what? the side room, hmm? were there some words missing there or something? No, you, I just don't understand the you, situation. Can you, can you read that sentence again, please? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just pointing. I'm just going to point out that it's going to take us like <laughs> ten minutes to describe every single. No, I minute won't interrupt. I just RoboCop. no, it's fine. I've been interrupting myself. I'm not okay. So there's this doctor. Right? Uh, she then cuts to a commercial break which begins with a doctor walking through the halls of a hospital mm-hmm. by a man being pushed oh, in a wheelchair okay. with bloody bandages wrapped around his torso. He asks the audience if it's... T- it's not clear if it's the man or the doctor who asks the audience. He I think it's asks the doctor. He asks the audience... 
That's my assumption, but I, I, you know, who am I to say? He asked, I'm not Ryan Pfeiffer over here. He asks the audience if it's time for a big operation and highlights the importance of their decision on the matter. As he walks into a side room, he introduces the product being advertised as, quote, the family heart center, while posing by a medical diagram of a heart. As he walks over to a mechanical heart waiting on a nearby table, he starts listing some of the brands of mechanical hearts they have to offer. Hmm. Before picking up oh. the... So futuristic. Oh, it's John. like an ad. So futuristic. This is, yeah. It's like an ad for... He said it was a commercial. Oh, brand. okay. Sorry. <laughs> a Before lot of time pick- has passed since then. I'm sorry. <laughs> Before picking, so he says, he tells about all their different kinds of mechanical hearts. Before picking up the heart and thrusting it towards the camera for emphasis on his point of the customer being able to pick the heart of their choice. Hmm. He starts walking away as he lists various payment plans they offer while a phone number appears on the screen. Before walking out of shot, he stops by an x-ray of a chest which glows near his face as the words call now appear on the screen, followed by the phone number again. Before cutting away, he ends the commercial with the phrase, and remember, we care. Hmm. After the single commercial, we return to media break as Casey Wu describes a story of Detroit police union officers blaming the Omni Consumer Products Company for the deaths and critical injuries of four of their own, as the city had entered a deal with OCP to fund and run the police department. He cuts to a statement from Dick Jones, the president of OCP, who begins arguing that every cop knows about the inherent risks present in the line of police work. Mm. Okay, that's all. See you next week for minute three. Oh, wow. Or not. Ryan. Or not. Right? I think we're looking forward to this, Ryan. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm super into this. Um, I'm wondering yeah, no, if... we're really uh, enjoying it. I mean, I mm-hmm. wonder when we're going to... When or if we're going to get credits. This is so... This is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, it's just two minutes in. It could be like a cold open and we don't see the credits or any theme music or anything. Yeah. For, I, or maybe they were last minute and he told us all about it and we forgot. I wonder... <laughs> it's hard to know. Plausible. Uh... I, listeners yeah oh, go on, i'd go like on. i know I'd, i i i wonder if we're gonna hear like the score described you know that oh i fun. hope so anyway yeah. okay all right you've uh, been listening oh yeah to being jim davis man woman clothes <laughs> boots listeners we love the man This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.